0: Hello and welcome to the Artist Contemporary Podcast, the podcast that champions contemporary artists, curators and galleries. Listen each week to hear me, Anna Woodward, speak to a different person about their experiences, their practice and what they're currently up to within the contemporary arts. Hello and welcome to the Artist Contemporary Podcast. Today I'm joined by Tuesday Riddell, in her absolutely beautiful studio. So, Tuesday, how would you describe your practice?
1: Hi, Anna. Hello. Um, I would describe my practice as, well, I work with a technique called Japaning, which is a 17th century form of like imitation lacquer work. Um, so it's like a black mirrored surface, which you gild images upon with gold and silver leaf. Um, so my
0: practice like revolves around this technique. The people who haven't seen them, they are obviously some of the most beautiful paintings I think that you could ever see. I think on Instagram you see them, you're like, wow, that's beautiful. And then you see one in person and there's just so much detail in them. Yeah, so they're
1: like really, really, really kind of shiny. Like they're yeah. like mirrored black surfaces and they're quite magical and Yeah, so they're made up of like a lot of layers of black European lacquer, um, which
0: gives it this like really, really like deep effect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so...
0: Yeah, because the black in them is so Mm. deep and rich, and I guess they, that's also what makes them so successful is that the background is so solidly black, which may sound really stupid to say, but...
1: Yeah, you can feel
0: like you could kind of like fall into it, it's so dark how do you form your compositions
1: i form them um usually they kind of just pop into my head and i'll like draw them down and kind of keep them in my sketchbook for a while and usually like one will kind of stick with me and then i'll be like okay i need to make this into a work yeah um and i usually kind of just go straight in like during lockdown i kind of started painting them out first yeah I don't usually do that. Um, I usually kind of just go straight onto the board because I get overexcited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess also after all the prep, because doesn't it take like a week to make a board? Yeah. How many layers is it? Uh, there's about
1: 25
0: to 30 layers of the lacquer on it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Whereas most artists complain about like three layers of primer because you're like, <laughs> times that by 10. Oh, yeah,
1: and because the- I have to gesso before that, yeah. so I usually make up some gesso and then... Um, so it's usually like quite a few layers of gesso before I That's even start layering the lacquer, yeah. and so it's just yeah, the prep is. I'm not gonna lie, it's quite tedious. <laughs>
0: yeah, worth it though. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth
1: it. it. Like it pays off. But um, I usually sand in between the layers of lacquer, mm. so it kind of sands out any like wood grain. Sometimes I leave wood grain in because I quite like the look of it. But um, a lot of the time, I'll kind of like sand it out and sand because. I'd brush the lacquer, yeah, um because that 's like the traditional way that japaning's done, and it leaves like lines sometimes, mm. so you have to kind of every few layers just kind of sand, sand the brush lines out, so you get like that mirrored black like really,
0: yeah, 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 because I think definitely after thirty layers, <laughs> I can understand why you are just like get me. <laughs> the paint to painting (laughs) now that's amazing (laughs) i know i
1: know like by the time i've got the surface ready i'm like so desperate to get the image out that it kind of yeah i get too excited
0: how do you yeah how do you choose what goes where does it just come really natural to like if it's going to be plants or insects or birds yeah i usually have
1: like a main kind of focus for Mm. each piece so for example like it could be like a heron so i'd like start with that central kind of image and where that's going to go and then kind of balance things around it because it's kind of difficult sometimes to balance silver gold and because it can be quite garish a bit Mm -hmm. like a bit in your face like too much silver and gold yeah um so i kind of work from something central and then do things to balance out that kind of yeah. Yeah, like balance it out around it. Um,
0: Do you ever find some of them you get happy through and you're just like, this is too busy at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but then I kind of because you can't really go back on yourself after yeah. planning because it, like, it's kind of permanent once it's on. Mm-hmm. Like you can take it off, but it kind of messes everything up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like not fun to go back on, um, and you kind of usually destroy other things. Yeah, while you're trying. Process. Yeah, um, so it's better to just kind of work from that. But, um yeah, so I usually add kind of more silver in one corner to balance out too much yeah. gold in this corner or add kind of just different things to try and balance it
0: out rather than go back on it. Yeah. No, I mean, that honestly, they're so amazing. Mm-hmm. I was mean, just so in awe at the detail with them. Do you ever, like, practice the flowers and the um animals like on a piece of paper first so you, when you commit to the gold you know what your image is
1: occasionally
0: there's like things
1: like with flowers and plants i don't i usually just go straight on and even if they don't come out the way i wanted them to look yeah. i kind of just work from it because it's a plant or a flower like you can kind yeah. of work around it to an extent but like with things like with animals that i've not ever drawn before and I'm mm. not that familiar with like the piece I'm working on the minute with the heron like I've never really like I'm not familiar with herons that much yeah. so I kind of don't feel confident enough to just go straight in mm. um so I did kind of draw out like kind of just get an idea of how they look physically yeah like mean yeah how they move um yeah, so
0: with things like that, I will practice mm. beforehand. Yeah. Do you find now you're making up your own kind of Tuesday plants? Yeah. <laughs> within your...
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I always um, start things as one plant, um, and they turn into another plant. Um, yeah. I just... Because you can... When you're doing the silhouettes, you can kind of be a bit more playful and a bit yeah. more gestural and make it up a bit more, and then you sometimes find the shape that's come out because I put down gold size first and you can't yeah. see that, like it's um, clear liquid. So you're kind of basically painting on a shape that you kind of don't really have an idea of what it's like, they're not a fully formed yeah. idea. Of you're what like what finding the form yeah. within the shape. Yeah, so sometimes it
0: comes out and it's a completely different plant and i will kind of just work with it. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: this is a new
0: plant, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> So how did you find your year-long scholarship as a paint stainer at Sitting Girls and how did it influenced your practice? Yeah, it, it changed, <laughs> like, everything for me. Um, yeah,
1: um, it completely flipped my practice. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was doing painting, I did a BA in painting before that, mm-hmm. um, and... I was kind of struggling with paint, like I didn't really see myself in my paintings. Yeah. You know? like Yeah, like it just didn't feel like there was any of me in it and I was just, it wasn't really capturing what I wanted to do in my work. Like yeah. I knew what I wanted to do and I was painting the same subject, but it just wasn't coming out in the right way. Yeah. Um, and then I did the painter Stainers Fellowship uh, with City and Guilds. Because you did that, was it two years after graduating? Three years, three I, think. years. I think it was three years, yeah. Um, and Which it gave me like a space at City and Guilds, mm. a studio there, and I got training um, with people from the conservation department and decorative surface specialists, and I got to learn like lots of different historical decorative surface techniques, like kind of like marbling, yeah. Um and japanning was one of the techniques. And the first day I did it I was like, oh my god.
0: Was it just one of those moments when
1: you're like, this is me yeah. and it's just it clicks? I think it's the biggest click that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Um but yeah, it just I just absolutely fell in love with I couldn't stop doing it. I like <laughs> feel I like I gave up yeah. <laughs> I like gave up my life. It's like I'm like, addicted to it. Like I think maybe I get like a weird therapeutic thing from it or something because I have to be doing something
0: every day or else I get a bit like, "Mm." what's happening? I think so many artists will relate to that though. And I think also having that moment, like I definitely, because when I was in my final year at Sitting Girls, I was doing a lot of these floral forms. I'm still really interested in them. But I think maybe I just kind of felt that I was putting myself in a corner. And then in lockdown, I made one large-scale abstract painting. And I was just like, oh my goodness, all these things I've been trying to do Mm -hmm. has happened in this painting. And I think I was starting to try and bring a bit more abstract into the, like, floral, organic forms. But I was so precious about them. I wasn't able to just be like, fuck it, I'm going to put a massive pink bit here and then work back into it. And now I just made that step. It's just like, oh my goodness, this now works. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, like, you just feel like
0: this is right. Yeah, and it's going along the right way and, like, developing, I think... Those moments are so great mm-hmm. when you have those, and you're just like, "This is what I need to be doing." Yeah, like, this, this is...
1: is what I was supposed to be doing the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, it was the most incredible year um, ever. Um, yeah. It
0: was. <laughs> I mean, she's and I, we absolutely love sitting girls. Exactly, yeah. We see each other, we're like, "Oh my <laughs> goodness."
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like sometimes me and Renee are like, imagine if. We
0: oh my like, goodness like, oh my god it's just,
1: like horrible I mean, I mean I can't imagine my life without seeing this
0: yeah I mean we've both spoken about we were very much when we went for interviews we were in different years but it was the only place we wanted to go yeah and it was kind of if we didn't especially for me if I didn't get in I was like okay well I'm not going to go to art school because uh-huh. it was the only place I could see myself yeah and like I'm going back there for my masters and some people could be like go to a different art school, go somewhere else. And I'm like, no, I just love it so much. Yeah, no. And I know it like suits my practice and like the support there, it just really suits me. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I just like, even if I didn't get onto the painting course, I was like, I don't care what I do. I yeah. want to be here.
0: <laughs> you could have been, it could have been a whole different career and she the yeah. same father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd have found the way to Japan. <laughs> definitely. Yes,
1: I know. One day I would have found, yeah. But no, I just felt like it... Like, doing that fellowship just kind of really made me find, like, my voice as an artist. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It was amazing.
0: Because before, you, your paintings were a lot more colourful, weren't they? So colourful. So <laughs> Which is so different, because obviously, like, I've many a times been all the way through your Instagram, just, like, <laughs> marring your work. And I think, I remember seeing them, and I was like, wow, these are so different.
1: Yeah. They're, like, really, like, lo- like quite loose as well. Like, yeah. they're not, like... My japanic works quite like neat and very like precise, and where yeah. whereas my paintings were very like
0: all over the like, <laughs> <like>, ah. <laughs> Do you find because obviously you you you're starting to bring colour back into your work? Mm-hmm. Do you think you needed like because it must be like three years now since you were making those colourful paintings? Do you think mm-hmm. you needed that distance from colour?
1: Definitely. I think I was, I always struggled with colour in a mm. way, um,
0: like. Well, actually, when I first went to
1: see I yeah. only painted I think like the whole of first year I only painted in blue and white, oh my God like this is my blue period yeah <laughs> um, or on the black and gold <laughs> yeah, so I just feel like naturally I'm not that great with color, like I kind of mm. struggled with it. it, whereas like black and gold I'm just really it's really nice just working with.
0: Yeah, I mean, I find with my works, I have to like remove colors from my palette every so often because I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is so blue, or like, this has become so yellow. And then it's quite funny, there's my most recent painting. You can see where, like, which day I was working on it when I removed blue because that bit's all like pinks and greens and yellows, and then there's a blue corner, and it's probably just me being like, that was that day, that was that day. (laughs) But I find like, I will try and use every color at times (laughs) so I need to like put back some self-control
1: yeah yeah I know but painters who use a lot of color I'm always like oh my god you guys are amazing (laughs) I wish I could have done this yeah like balancing color is so difficult but I think now I'm introducing it back in it's Mm. a lot easier because I usually like use little pops of color so it's kind of slowly getting used to it
0: rather than like my old paintings that are just like everywhere, everywhere. because yeah. <laughs> whereas I mean, with because sa- I mean, this doesn't really help for like oh, podcast yeah. listeners, but there is a Japaning up there with
1: yeah, color. It's got color. Yeah, it's actually with oil paints because it was, oh, yeah. was when I first learned japanning and I was like, I'm gonna play around with this, and I realised you could actually mix oil paints because it's a similar, like shellac can kind of go over the top. For yeah, it. it's fine. Um. But yeah, I was like, oh, should I try? And I tried kind of mixing. It was really difficult though. Like gold with any colour is just. Is this... It's so difficult to balance.
0: And I guess it's also that perhaps you don't want it to be good, do the opposite because I think your work has this really kind of rich, sophisticated nature and you don't want to add so much colour that it becomes the opposite. Yeah. And sometimes colours can be overpowering. Mm. In, especially this type of work
1: yeah definitely
0: and yeah. you maybe lose some of the depth if it was too much because i mean what i love about your work is the way that it's kind of makes i know your process so it feels like when you're painting it you're like you're finding this world and you're bringing it forward mm-hmm. through the tones within the silver and the gold and the black
1: yeah yeah i know i yeah i it's kind of gonna be a slow process bringing in yeah the colour because I just don't want it to take away from like how magical all of the golden black is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just so good.
0: I think also like I don't know anyone else making work like this at the moment and I think they're just so they're so beautiful and I will probably say it a hundred times in this episode. <laughs> People know I love Tuesday's work. But it's just so they're yeah. so great.
1: It's not um, I think it's because the technique itself, it's actually an endangered technique so Mm -hmm. it's not being practised. well, apparently it's like in the- because there's a list of endangered crafts that the Radcliffe Trust put out every year um, and it's currently in the endangered section of the craft Mm -hmm. list um, which means it's not being practiced outside of conservation anymore. um, other than kind of places like City and Guilds, which yeah. of... Yeah, which is why City and Guilds is so life. amazing mm.
0: that yeah, they do this. And, like, they've also... City and Guilds have just taken on, like, a book-making oh, course. haven't Yeah, so they, yeah, like yeah book, material matters. They've matter. got material matters, yeah. and I think it's book, book conservation and binding. And it's just so amazing that they're so passionate about yeah. n- not even, only just... Conservation of artworks and objects, but practices.
1: Yeah, like reviving all of these kind of things. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's kind of why you don't kind of see it around a lot because it's mainly you'll see things like Japaning in like old, like you'll see it in kind of like old movies and like yeah. people's living rooms, like in museums. Yeah,
0: it's not like a technique you see. Practice, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So where do you find most of the inspiration for your work from? Um, kind of from everywhere around me really, um, like
1: I usually go on little walks in the park and I have like a little garden and I'll usually kind of take little films. Yeah. I've just had a little about seven. <laughs> like all these little things. Um, yeah, so I'll take videos on the ground, I'll kind of go and have a little look. Mm-hmm. And find, find like, an area that I really like and kind of film it. And I'll sometimes, like, set up pieces of grass in, like, ways that I want it to look. Yeah. And kind of compose a scene in nature. And just, like, watch insects and the way they behave. And I take, like, it a lot of so videos. Lovely. My phone is, like, full of, like, just, like,
0: bees yeah. and a flower. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, so I take a lot from the things around me and yeah. do spend a lot of time like photographing and videoing
0: nature in parks. Do you ever draw when you're in like a park or something? No. Yeah.
1: No. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to think I'm and like, like do I? I, would, I would love to. I'd love, like that sounds so romantic.
0: I think the, the like advance of technology has kind of re- removed yeah. that need in some situations too because mm. phone and like setting up Things And obviously with a phone, you can control that animal's movement because you yeah. can record it all. Where a drawing, sometimes you lose that yeah. control.
1: And I feel like I'm just more comfortable, like, up my desk. Yeah. yeah. Which is quite lame. I sometimes, like, if it's summer, I will sit outside and do it, but I don't work directly from nature. I kind of prefer working from an image or a video or, like, a memory. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess also because your dreams, it's not like you are... Painting a real pond scene, <laughs> and that all these insects and birds and flowers yeah. are all there at the time. There is this dream-like quality to them, yeah, and escapism into this real kind of like magical world. Mm.
1: Yeah, Which, that's why I like kind of I like being able to make it up myself a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, and that kind of freedom to play around mm. with all of these different kind of aspects
0: and memories and. Like made up, like making a little world. Yeah, definitely. I was I forgot to mess you the other day, but have you seen the new Secret Garden,
1: the um, film? Yeah, I saw. Has it is it out
0: yet? Yeah. Oh my god! I was watching it. And I was like, Tuesday needs to watch this. You oh, are. I watched the original just yeah, the other because
1: I saw there was a new one coming out. Oh, I love it. So it
0: much. is so good, and even just for Robin. the plants. I oh, know, oh, and the dog. <laughs> It's just so great. Yeah, no, I adore that movie. It's so... it's so beautiful. Have you seen the new one? Yeah, I watched it the other day. Is it good? It's so good.
1: Oh, I'm glad. I was scared in case... And they, they haven't like, ruined before. it.
0: Because I watched the old one as a child, and it's still just as amazing. Yeah, that's um, what
1: I was worried about. I was kind of like, when I saw they were remaking it, I was like, oh, they're going to butcher The Secret Garden. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, I'm so happy that they haven't, I haven't Yeah. it. So,
0: good. That's so exciting. So other than Japanic, which is obviously probably like the biggest thing you learned at City yeah. and Guilds, is there anything else that's really influenced the way you work now as an artist, do you
1: think? Mm uh from what I learned at City and Guilds. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think what I took most from being at City and Guilds is probably like, in the least cheesy way possible, um, like, be yourself. Like, I, fi- I like I think that's what I learned the most there was just to not try and be anything else. Like, yeah. just really kind of look at what you're interested in and kind of research that and don't try and be something you're not. Like, I feel like that's what I was trying to do maybe when I was trying to paint the way I did. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe I was trying to be something mm. or, like... Yeah, like, and I feel like the tutors at City and Guilds really kind of push you to explore your interests. and Yeah, like, they even, like, give you artists that would really help you to look at Mm. and things like that, like, kind of follow things that you're like truly like genuinely interested yeah. in because you're going to be working with it for the rest of your <laughs> life so you may as sort well of be like just be yourself yeah. yeah I think
0: you can also tell that from the degree shows that there's so much individuality at mm-hmm. the art school and people are really yeah. allowed to push what they're interested in and also in the same way that no two tutors work is the same yeah so you have so many different influences just from your tutors and people around you mm that I think it gives the students confidence to really investigate what they want to be doing.
1: Yeah. no. As opposed to
0: being like, we need to make paintings like this because they're fashionable at the moment. Yeah. It's just, everyone Mm. is different.
1: Yeah. I know, like, I think because before that, I was somewhere where I felt I was being pushed towards doing things that were, like, trendy and, like, do video art and do performance art. And I, like, was trying, but it... I was like, this isn't me, Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a performance artist, I'm not good with video, I can't do installation art, yeah. <laughs> it's not me, and then I went to City and Guilds and I was like, oh, this so is me, like, yeah, this is me, and it's okay to paint, and it's okay yeah. to do this and be interested in these things, and yeah, the tutors really were like, like, I remember just even chatting on to a tutor about like things that I did at home like for myself like I used to like have little books at home that I'd work with and they were like why don't you bring that into your practice Mm. like don't keep that as just like a thing you do at home that you're interested in like actually bring that into your practice and like just bring more of yourself to
0: it like don't be worried about yeah like definitely I think they definitely champion the students Mm. and it's so great like I mean (laughs) I love it.
1: Yeah. I could just, like, do a whole podcast about... Honestly... Podcast sitting girls.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should <laughs> do their, like, promotion be like, we love oh, sitting girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so obviously you've done so many exhibitions, but is there any that really stand out to you to be your favourite? Ooh. Oh,
1: well, I've got... I've got so many favourites. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... A one that I really enjoyed being part of I think I've got two favourites um, one I really enjoyed being part of was I was part of a paint show at uh, Mesmer's mm. Um and I really loved being part of that one because I think it's because I was like alongside artists I really admire yeah and, and the space is amazing yeah the space is just beautiful and René was in it as well and I always like it weren't just yeah past. I was like oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so I think that paint show was really special to me mm-hmm. and then if I was being selfish I think my favourite was probably the Solo show yeah <laughs> yeah. At yeah. like that was a huge achievement yeah. for me because it was exactly a year after I'd finished the fellowship, which is amazing. So I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like I can't believe this." Yeah, and as well because I actually used to, because um, I was work for a staffing agency, mm. like serving <laughs> kind when I first moved to London. Yeah, and I actually worked in the place next door to Mesms in the gallery, and I used to like serve kind the, the canapes at the gallery openings. And I remember being like an art student. And yeah. So it was like one of those moments where you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I've got my own solo show in the place I used to kind of serve to. I always have canapés.
0: People were yeah. like, So it was like one of those moments where I was like, "Oh my god, I can't yeah, believe it. Yeah, I did that when I was on my gap year and first year of sitting girls. and I just. I used to always take a Tupperware with me and any leftover over the night, I was like, can I have them? <laughs> I see eat so many canapes. <laughs> it was so bad. Like I was once working this event and like the most kind of Mayfair art world thing I've ever heard was this guy. I, I, I kept offering canapes. I was like, oh, do you want one? Da, da, da. And he was like, no, I've given up canapes for Lent. Oh my god. And by the end of the night he was eating all the canapes I was like, isn't your life so great that you have to give up canapes for, for Lent? Lent? Oh my god like, right. I feel like that's why I love Christmas, so I just love Christmas canapes I do like canapes, I always like,
1: like, when, like nobody eats canapes at events I always do
0: i eat canapes i wish you would come to this passion. gallery
1: open. i remember just walking around the gallery with canapes that nobody's eating and being like would oh, you like a canapé and everyone just be like no we want to like chat to our friends and look at art and i just feel like so like oh, nobody wants a maybe
0: it's because like from doing like waitressing like that that whenever i go to something now very rarely but there are canapes yeah. i eat so many because i'm just like
1: I know. I always used to say yeah. I would like take the canapes back and be like, nobody wants them, and I'd be like, if I was at this, like I would want all the canapes.
0: Yeah. Like, but yeah, it does make you. Yeah, that's it all again. Yes. <laughs> Do you ever think you and Rennie inspire each other's practices?
1: Yeah, I feel like our work's quite similar. Themed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think just because we, we live together, we kind of do everything together, <laughs> <laughs> um, we see the same things, so it kind of influences, like, it's influenced in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we're both really interested in, like, watching and reading the same things, mm-hmm. like, like, all the same films. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, we're quite into, like, magical, like, mystical worlds. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, like... But I think so, saying yeah. that your work has similarities, but they're both so different and in individual. And I think both your mm-hmm. practices in like a general art are so individual Yeah. to other stuff being made at the moment.
1: Yeah, but there is definitely like that connect, like sometimes I'll come home and we're painting the same plant. And I'm yeah. like, are you painting the fern I'm painting? Like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, so we would be like painting the exact same like kind of foliage and I'm like this is weird
0: yeah yeah (laughs) but
1: yeah I think definitely
0: I mean I love both your works like Rene's piece which I think when this comes out it will be over but the curator for Christmas oh yeah his painting I was there when he dropped off and I was just like this is so the detail and the colours yeah his work's so detailed as well I just love does he get do you think he takes a lot of inspiration from Costa Rica yeah in Definitely. jungle.
1: Like, the Costa Rican, like, environment yeah. is insane. I've never been somewhere so full of nature and so beautiful in my whole entire life. Like, like, like gardens, is yeah. very real in,
0: yeah. in the wild. It's
1: so magical. Like, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I didn't mm. even think... Like, I remember... I don't know, it's, like, not real. I'm like, yeah. this is so magical. I can't believe nature actually... Does these things like definitely? I think like some of this works just so magical, but I'm like, this isn't magic, this is real. It's it goes like, yeah, like I remember there was just fireflies everywhere yeah. and like glowing plankton. Oh my goodness, like you it's feel like amazing. you're in a movie, like it's yeah, isn't yeah. it like the most biodiverse place it in, in the world? It's... Like,
0: yeah, so I remember seeing after. Tuesday after you had your solo show mm-hmm. um, so, and I'm seeing you're like I'm going oh, yeah, and then just watching your Instagram stories I was just like this is heavenly mm-hmm. and just seeing it and I was like I can't wait to see elements of this in Tuesday and Renee's work yeah because it's just so you see like a lot of the jungles in his work like all yeah. of his trees and
1: like all of the flowers and plants are just so also, like, the density, like, mm. I feel like the nature there is, like, super dense. Like, yeah. everything's so intense and mm. there's so much of it. Um, like, there's not, kind of, the space you have with, like, British, kind of, environments. Like, yeah. it's, like, oh, nice tree here. Oh, it's way more curated Yeah, like like in Costa Tanks. Rica, it's so wild. It's just, like, everywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is so beautiful. Have you always been interested in wildlife and plants and animals?
1: Yeah, always. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, when I was, like, a child, I used to spend all of my time in nature, basically, I think. Because we had, like, a little area behind our house. Mm -hmm. Like, a little, like, not forest, but, like, a little field um, with, like, lots of trees. And I used to spend all my time playing there and catching butterflies. <laughs> Sounds so idyllic. Yeah, but I've always, I don't know, I think when I was younger I used to kind of feel more comfortable in nature than yeah. around. Like people, like, I always just felt really myself in nature and used to spend every second yeah. I could, like playing outside.
0: That was literally me. Sh- I think we spoke about our either outside or playing Albanians. Yeah, And that was my childhood, up <laughs> until about 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I would always try and like bring
1: it inside so I was yeah. close to it. I remember I used to, it like sounds awful now and <laughs> it's like really cool, but I used to like catch butterflies and I had one of, do you know those princess like mosquito nets that yeah. you them, like you on beds? I used to fill it with butterflies. Wow,
0: was that when you were in
1: Australia? No, this was <laughs> when I was like, uh, when I was in Newcastle like growing up, we had like a big butterfly bush outside of our house. That's I used to spend awesome. all day catching them. And then fill my butterfly net, like, full of butterflies. That's amazing. Yeah, and just kind of, like, be inside and, like, let them land on me. And then my mum would be like, "Tuesday, let them go. This is (laughs) evil. (laughs) You cannot have no butterflies. (laughs) Yeah, but I was always, like, obsessed with, like, capturing nature and, like, building little worlds. Like, even, like, just, like, a Tupperware with ladybirds in it and, like, creating a little natural environment for them and... Yeah, yeah it's
0: so great I remember when I was younger we, I used to just be obsessed with like animals because we had cats and they were outdoor cats obviously cats do kill things yeah. and the cats would bring things in and then we'd always try and like I'd always be like I'm gonna save it or like in <laughs> Cornwall on the beach we used to make crab hotels and like crab hospitals and like find all the crabs build like get like big rocks build a like <laughs> area where they could stay and just put all the crabs from the beaches there as much as we could find it. We just do it for hours and hours and it's just the best I thing.
1: I feel like we should have been like childhood friends.
0: Honestly, Salvanians, wildlife.
1: Yeah. I used to do it with We're living flies. it now. <laughs> I used yeah. to, because I remember once going camping with some friends and her dad had like one of those awful, um, you know, the tennis the racket. The buzzy things, yeah. And he was killing all the flies. And they had the
0: sound they make when it's they do it. It's, all like, all it's all like, f- like frying. Like, pff- pff-
1: yeah, and I would go around collecting them. And me and my friend built a fly hospital where <laughs> we would try and resuscitate all the flies <laughs> But
0: yeah, a, yeah,
1: I feel like we were like a similar.
0: Yeah, family definitely family. very <laughs> similar children yeah. and very similar now. With our little animal hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so at the moment, you're currently exhibited in a group show at Kristen Yellier Gallery in Wandsworth. Can you tell us a little bit more about the exhibition?
1: Yeah, so it's an exhibition which is for it's bringing together like 14 artists um and it's got really beautiful paintings and sculptures and it's all kind of tied together by like the theme of like different perspectives on the world yeah. and it's quite magical and i really love the work
0: that's in it it's got um there's so many amazing artists. Oh my god, I know. I saw... I was When like, they released up. the list, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is... I can't wait to go. Yeah, I really need to. Some real
1: favourites in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm
1: so happy to be part of it.
0: That's um, amazing.
1: Yeah, and the work really works really well together in the gallery space. So it was really...
0: Yeah. It's really exciting. Throughout lockdown number two, I kept... Cause it was meant to open in November, and when I was going on my lockdown runs, I would always run past it, and each... Time. Yeah. I think it was just when they were having the works delivered and stuff, it would like change, and I'd always just be that person like looking in the window, being like <laughs> trying to see all the work. Uh, Isn't that so great? Yeah,
1: but that's until the I want to say nine, oh my God, I've forgotten nineteenth of January.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah, loads it's of times Yeah, because yeah. their shows are normally like two months, aren't they? Yeah,
1: Ish. but yeah, so I I want to say nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> I literally looked at this just before. It's I'll my, put okay, it I'm in the thing. I'm gonna say it's 19th of January and just roll with
0: Roll with the 19th. Yeah. Is there a piece from another artist in the exhibition that really stands out for you? Yes. Um, Who is it? Oh, um, I really love um, Min Young Choi's
1: work. She's that piece is amazing. the most incredible, um, it's like an aquarium. With a, and it's big. It's,
0: it's huge. Because I had only sure. seen her... Work in Lychee One in the uh-huh. summer and it was small yeah this sounds really stupid to me, but like it was big it was small but <laughs> I didn't realise she made large scale works I thought they were and when I saw it was one of the works I saw in the window on the like front wall when you go into the gallery and I was just like I said that for like 10 minutes just looking at it like wow yeah. and the colours
1: oh my god it's yeah no, it's beautiful but I walked in and saw that and I was like oh my god it's so- so big and so cool but yeah i think that's probably yeah. yeah one of my favorites
0: i think also how like you look at it and you're just like how yeah. has this been made oh my god i know and you don't get bored of looking at her work same I with s- your work so i have the same thing i'm just like i wish i could do this
1: yeah i was like trying to like talk and be like oh hi. Lily. yeah but i was just kind of like kept just staring at it <laughs> yeah. and it kind of like People were talking, and I was just like, yeah. 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 Just, like, staring at that piece of work. It's it's completely amazing. I love the fish love as well. The fish is just incredible. It's so good. Yeah, and, like, you have to see it in real life. Like, the painting, it's just... Amazing. Yeah. It's so incredible. But, yeah, so I think that work was really cool. And, obviously, René.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always love René's work. His work. I just love it. I love both your works, if I haven't said it enough times. <laughs> <laughs> so, in... It was... 2019 to 2020, I think right, Co- you did the Cockpit yeah. Residency, how did you find that? Yeah, and what is that cockpit? was for really
1: cool. <laughs> Yeah, Cockpit Arts is, uh, it's like artist studios, an organisation, they have like a business incubator scheme, um, and it's for craftspeople to um, kind of get business mentor, trip, mentor mentorship? Is that a word? Yeah, I think you yeah. I mean, I'm We're so obsessed so, so, so with so so so. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so like a business mental scheme, um, and it's just like a really beautiful community. Um, so they've got a place in Hulp, Holborn, Holborn, um, and a place in Deptford. Um, and so I got an award there, the Cockpit Radcliffe um, Award, where because the Radcliffe Trust are the people who do the endangered craft list, yeah. Um, and so they sp- like sponsored a year, and I received a grant. So I spent a year at Copper Arts, and it was just so helpful having a business mentor. like, yeah.
0: So helpful. Because I there's think so many
1: that, things you just don't. Know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That you don't know, and you're not taught about. And I think sitting girls, they're good at, it. they're really good at <laughs> teaching it, but they don't teach you. It's impossible to teach everything because they're not... Their focus is fine art. Mm -hmm. And the business side of things does freak me out. (laughs) The other one, I'm like, how do I do this?
1: Yeah, I know. But it just gave me, like, a lot more confidence with that. Um, Yeah. And just understanding the way things work a bit more, Mm -hmm. which I really didn't at the beginning. So it just gave me, like, a really nice boost when I kind of needed that kind of help. Yeah. And obviously the grant really helped because um, I'd used it to receive more training in, um, another endangered craft, which is Coromandel, and I used it, um, I'm actually, I actually trained with uh, one of the conservation tutors from City Guilds, oh, awesome. um, Rianne, who's really cool, um, and so she taught me Coromandel and, like, lots of different polishing techniques, and yeah. just, like, a lot of things that'll really improve my Japaning, mm-hmm. um and so that was just insanely helpful yeah yeah and just being able to learn different techniques and I learned like pearl inlay and yeah it was just amazing amazing opportunity
0: how did you find the contrast obviously before then you'd kind of been in fine art settings going into a more craft based studios did you find there was a difference between the two
1: yeah 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 because it was um a lot more about like business. Yeah, it was like a which lot I guess more in the art based. sometimes there
0: is that taboo. Yeah, to talk about.
1: Yeah, I think like side of things. At the time, it was really great for me because that was a side that I wasn't really exposed to because I'd always been in like artist studios. Yeah, yeah, and so it was great to be exposed to that side of things and just mm. see how people's businesses work and also just being around crafts people who like across the studios from me was a conservator and so he would kind of like give me tips and like good books to read and yeah so it was really nice having other people around to kind of a different
0: type of exposure yeah yeah and
1: there was a few people working with like uh similar kind of like endangered crafty kind Mm. of things so it was nice being in that environment um but yeah i'm I'm back in (laughs) environment. but um but i think that yeah really it was amazing to experience that side of things um
0: yeah definitely i think also like so many of those schemes so important like first point that it's ensuring that these endangers endangered practices are being continued but also through the studio access and the support it meant that you had the freedom to make work for a year yeah which is so amazing
1: yeah like it supported me all the way up until um my Solo show because yeah. I remember you came to visit at the Open Studios. Yeah, um, that was yeah. last
0: Christmas. Yeah, yeah.
1: Last Christmas. Um. But yeah, so yeah, and just having that support and like kind of like a really nice community around you at times like that when mm. you kind of do need. Well, I I need a top. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think especially after obviously you hadn't like you'd graduated a couple years before, but you kind of on the fellowship year scholarship you. That's when it kind of clicked for you. Yeah. And I can imagine it was almost like graduating again.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I felt like the first time I graduated, I, like, came out and I was maybe quite naive about things. Yeah. I was like, it's fine. I'll just get a studio and carry on working. And then yeah. I was like, oh, my God, how do you make rent money? Like, yeah. oh, my God, I didn't think about it. Like, I didn't kind of fully... Like, I thought it would be easier than it was. Yeah. I actually really really difficult for me but um, yeah so I really felt like it was kind of like a second chance to graduate and do it kind of just a better, not a better way because
0: like I was really young
1: Yeah, a different way. Yeah yeah. just in a way where I was more ready for it.
0: Yeah Yeah. I think that's the thing with the fellowships they are people don't really know about sitting on fellowship schemes, they are essentially masters Mm-hmm. in the sense you're just doing it in a slightly more specialised manner mm-hmm. and learning different skills They do there's wood carving fellowships, yeah, print studio okay. fellowships and then paint stainless fellowships Yeah, and they are the equivalent
1: yeah like it came at the kind of time where I would be thinking about maybe I need to do an LA now or yeah. like feeling ready for something like that but it came at just literally the most perfect mm-hmm. moment for me.
0: Yeah, when you were on your undergraduate, did, you, did they run the Paint Stainers? They,
1: no, they actually only did uh, so there was a Paint Stainer fellow the year before me and that was yeah. the first year it had been done so I was the second and I think they're to like
0: the fourth now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when I was in second year I did the um, Paint Stainers course. Oh um,
1: yeah. Because they do the... Yeah, because you do
0: like a... It's in the Lent term, like summer to w- summer to winter <laughs> term. Um, and it was really great, but I think for me, I just found it... I really enjoyed doing the practices, but I think when you're kind of in that fine art mm-hmm. period and in second year, it's kind of... You're pushing all your own ideas, and then you're going to an environment, it's like, right, you need to paint like this for the whole day. And you're like, oh, yeah. And it comes across... But I learned some, I really enjoyed it, and I think I just wanted to take the skills and like do my own things with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was not really being told what to do. <laughs> Maybe that was the problem. Oh,
1: no, but if it, like, I think it is for you to kind of go and do your own things with it. Like, yeah. there's so many things you can take from learning these, like, older kind
0: of mm. techniques. It's like when we yeah. did the wallpaper painting, yeah. I was kind of like, can I just make up my own one? Yeah. And they were like, no, you have to follow this pattern. Uh-huh. And I remember, I think I like drew out my own one and they were like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You need to learn how to do it properly before you start doing yeah. <laughs> Making up your own compositions.
1: <laughs> yeah, like learn it properly first and then, yeah. Run. Make it your own. Learn to crawl for your own.
0: Run. Yeah. yeah, whatever the same. I know, I
1: was, I was quite like that as well. I got so very excited about learning something new that yeah. I was like but I don't want to do a tree with a flower on it I want to yeah. do this, <laughs> this like <laughs> and like yeah and I want to do this colour and it was yeah. like oh, learn it like this do it like this and then I feel it also makes like also maybe because when
0: you're at school you're given so yeah. much freedom and then to be back in an environment where you're like step by step it yeah. kind of freaks you out well, not freaks you out it's the wrong word but yeah you're just like, what is this? Like, I haven't had this for a year and a half, at least, like, if you come straight from school.
1: Yeah, and I think when you're in school, you've kind of got different, like, in each different year, you've got something different to be thinking about. Yeah. And, yeah, like, sometimes learning these skills can kind of come, like, kind of clash a bit. Yeah. Because you're so excited about what you're doing that it's kind of, like,
0: a really, Yeah, exploring my yeah. own
1: thing. But whereas I think because I've been out for so long, mm and coming back and learning stuff like that i was like i'm so ready to learn i guess also
0: because the year was dedicated you knew that was Mm -hmm. what you were dedicating your year to rather than it just being like a term side project one day a week yeah yeah the difference
1: i took it very seriously i was like oh my god this this is gonna be the yeah i want to learn i want to learn everything yeah because um it's partially funded, but it's not like a full-time thing. Yeah. But it wasn't meant to be full-time, it's meant to be like a part-time thing that you do, but I was just like, no. Because <laughs> I, yeah. um, I worked for three months full-time um, mm. before that, so I could fund taking a certain amount of time off to like really throw myself yeah. into it. Um, and yeah, I was it like, was I'm, it. I'm
0: doing this full-time, I don't care, I love this so much. Yeah. I had like the best, yeah. So amazing. So I think to finish off, if you could have any artwork in the world, what would it be?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> so, many.
1: so many, I think I would have to do, um, Primavera Botticelli. Yes. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. I think, cause I, like whenever I'm just not in the mood, like some days where I'm mm. just like feeling a bit like, mm, I don't like, what do I do or like a bit confused. I'll just, I've got like Three a days a
0: year when you don't want to do japanic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've got like a Botticelli boob over there. And um, I always just like look at the spring painting. And yeah. I'm just like, no, I just want to paint. It's just want it. Yeah, it just gives me that little kick that I need. So I think yeah. if I could have that, it would like make
0: my life. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And, well, I mean i'll see you loads but everyone check out tuesday's instagram because it is absolutely amazing and if you can see tuesday's work in the exhibition go and see it because it's just it's amazing on instagram but it's just next completely next level in real life thank you so and well, much and and go and you can enter into tuesday's world of made up nature and magical shiny gold <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> bye thank you Thank you so much for listening to the Artist Contemporary podcast. Remember to check out the Artist Contemporary Instagram and to subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date with all the episodes, artists and exhibitions that are posted on the platform.